Today on First Cup, we've got a bunch of stuff that you all wrote in. We've got jokes because it's Friday. We're going to talk about our what's coming up with the weekend. And I'm sure some of you are going to talk about pizza. Stick around. We roll in 15. Three, two, one. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Today is Friday. It is October 15th, 2021. Two and a half months left in the year. Crazy. My name is Jeremy, and this is my first cup of coffee. Well, I figured I'd break out the robe. Why? Because I was wearing a robe, and I didn't feel like changing. So if you happen to be new to the show, like really do, you may not know that I wore a robe every day for, what, three years on this show? Kind of nuts. Um, yeah, so I, I just felt like wearing one for nostalgia. Good morning, Frank and Stacy and Daniel and everyone else. Stacy's got a breaking tournament tomorrow. It's the last one of the year. Good luck. Send photos. I want to see. Frank says lately they've been scheduling him to work at 8 on Friday so he can watch live. Awesome. Especially since Frank's the one that comes up with all the wonderful jokes that I really appreciate. Tell you what, let's throw one of those at you. Where'd we go? Where'd we go? So apparently October is National Popcorn Popping Month. That's really specific. Not even just Popcorn Month. Popcorn Popping Month. Why aren't there many jokes about popcorn? Because they're corny. <laughs> These are the best jokes. Good morning, Jenny. Stacy says, you know, Laura and I will send videos and photos. I doubt you will. I look forward to seeing them. Daniel says, I hope you smash it, both literally and figuratively. I'm sure they will. And Dennis says, it's an even better fry, eh, when you wake up to an email that a shipment from your whistle kick order is on its way. Hmm. I put in the order for the sweatpants, for those of you who ordered sweatpants. That, that order has been submitted. Uh, my goal is to have them for a free training day and hand them out to those of you who are coming that ordered because that saves me shipping. That would be cool. We have done a bunch, we did a bunch of sales this month. In fact, I've got a uh, somebody placed an order late Wednesday, and I've got to sh pack it and ship it this morning. Because I, you know, in a perfect world, I would pack those boxes and ship those boxes every day, but I don't because sometimes it just doesn't work with my schedule. And you know what? We ship everything priority anyway. Ugh, I hurt my knuckle again. You guys remember when I, my knuckle was banged up? I thought it was all healed up. It hadn't hurt in a while and I must have knocked it on something because it's all swollen up and it hurts like heck again. Ow. Actually, I think it hurts more now than it did yesterday. Well, that's not good. <laughs> oh, well. I got stuff I can do. There are things I can put on it. That I will. So. Uh, how was your Thursday? My Thursday was good. I had, a, a, I had coffee with a friend. And we talked about a bunch of stuff. It was really just personal catching up. Had lunch with a past guest slash friend 
slash someone I wanted to bounce some things off of. That was a really good meal. Got some wheels turning, gave me some things to think about, which I really appreciated. From there, I went over to the co-working space and did a little bit of work there. In fact, I did a bunch of work there, some really good work. Uh, had a meeting for one of my clients. Got a random email from a potential new client. And it's fun because I have no idea how they found me. They filled out a form on my website, my consulting website. I will find out next week when I have a meeting with them. Uh, went to the gym, had a good workout, came home, ate some food, went to bed at like 10.30. Way too late. I don't think I started eating until 9.30? 9? I think I started eating at 9. It was, it was a weird day. It was not what I wanted it to be. I did not get quite enough sleep, but... It's okay. It was a good day. Good morning, Tommy. Look at all my friends coming in. What's going on today? So this weekend, there's an event, uh, a conference in Burlington. Um, those of you who are familiar with South by Southwest in Austin, this is kind of like a small version of that. It's the first year I had a friend turned client that I met at the co-working space asked me for some help. So I have been right there providing support in pretty much every way possible, handling logistics, emotional support, uh, communication, sales. Like I, I've just been right there doing as much as I can to help out. And the event starts this evening and the prep starts today. So I've carved off my whole weekend for this event, helping, prepping, and it should be pretty fun. It'll be interesting. There are some pretty solid entrepreneurs and artists giving talks. Food should be good. So we'll see how it goes. Oh, oh. I'll admit the idea of giving up my whole weekend is not something that I enjoy. There is a lot to do. There's plenty of stuff on the floor. I did not finish my hydroponic system. There are some things I got to optimize with the water flow there's plenty to do and it's gonna be rainy tomorrow but the rest of the weekend looks okay and you know I want to be outside I don't want to be in a inside but when you promise somebody help yeah help them when they ask you what's what's that how does it go from letter Kenny when a friend asks for help you help them Stacy says have fun with it I will I absolutely will what are you guys doing this weekend? Let me know, and I'll read you a couple more jokes. What did the baby corn say to mama corn? Where's popcorn? What do you call a field of passion popcorn? Amazing. What music gets popcorn to dance? Hip hop. What do you call a what do you call a popcorn's favorite flower? Poppies. Why is popcorn way better than a movie? Because they are just so much butter. Yes. <laughs> Want to hear a popcorn joke? Nah, it's too corny. Oops, that popped out of nowhere. Yes. Like it. There are a few more. Uh, 
Stacy says, breaking boards and doing laundry. I literally was doing laundry before the show started. Jenny says, don't make mix up the two. Yeah, boards in the washing machine aren't going to do well. Although if you put them in the dryer, if they survive, they would be easier to break. Which uh, my Taekwondo instructor talked about that. The, his, his nemesis in competition when he competed in breaking used to bake his boards. It's like, you can see the grill marks. They're there. Tommy says, firewood and laundry. How much firewood do you burn, Tommy? Curious. I go through about half a quart a year, and I've got like two and a quarter out there. Who knows? Maybe I'll just burn more wood this year. Bad juju for bake, baking boards, she says. Yeah, that's... Even if it's not bad juju, it's just it's just wrong. It's just wrong. Oh. What else can I tell you guys? Did you listen to yesterday or watch yesterday's episode of Martial Arts Radio? What did you think? We've gotten some good feedback. The, the, the idea of talking about injuries, you know, and here I am with my finger. Feels a lot better. It just, it was stiff. Tommy says four chords, four chords in here. That's that's a decent amount of wood. And Jenny says, I am doing neither laundry nor anything with lumber. <laughs> like that. I like that. I'm pretty much always doing something with lumber. I'll, I'll be honest. There's a part of me that wants to buy a bunch of land, get a sawmill, and just start cutting down trees and milling boards and building things and then moving on and cutting more trees and milling more boards and building more things. I kind of just want to do that. I think that would get boring, but right now that really calls to me. I may end up with a sawmill. Who knows? What am I going to do with a sawmill? I don't know, but it looks fun. I want to make my own boards. You come to my house and just like... 18-story building. They're all made of wood. That wouldn't work. The physics on that doesn't work, but you know what I mean. Just start building and pulling the sides, siding off everything and putting it, replacing it with just plain wood boards. And... Daniel says, I had to look up how much a cord was. Uh, how do you measure... Uh, I don't know if anybody burns firewood in the UK, but if you do, how would you measure like a, a, a volume of firewood. You guys will make up anything rather than use metric, won't you? That's absolutely true. Uh, Dennis will be doing laundry and eating pineapple pizza. Which form of shot? Okay, I don't, I'm not getting that one, Stacey. Tommy says sawmills are cool though. Yeah. Yeah, they are. I, I have, so I'll share with you. I've kind of got this dream. Who knows this, if this is ever going to happen? But this is kind of the dream. I buy a big chunk of land, like 100 acres. And I turn it into a martial arts retreat by cutting down the trees, milling the boards, and building like rustic but nice accommodations off-grid with different training spaces and it kind of becomes our own 
you know, whistle kick training version of, of the Shaolin Temple. You know, it's like, oh, you can go to the Shaolin Temple, which is really nice, or you can go to Vermont and you can go to, you know, the whistle kick. I wouldn't call it a temple, but the whistle kick whatever. Compound. We'd have people in residency. They would just stay there and teach. And it'd be super cool. I'd be, I really want it. Like, I want to do that. I want to live in a martial arts community. I do. I think that would be great. Ah, Daniel used to buy a truck full of wood. I don't think that's a measurement, Mr. Mr. Metric. I'm still not getting it, Stacy. I'm sorry. And he burnt some of it. <laughs> oh, you guys. All right, let me give you the last joke because you gave me a ton of stuff to talk about. We don't measure heaps of sticks. I disagree with that. I am sure you do because you're all you you're all proper over there. You you measure everything. If there's a way to measure everything. You can measure you can measure anything. There's a way. You may not know it, but there's a way. I'm sure. All right. Why shouldn't you tell a secret on a farm? Because the corn has ears. And finally, did you hear about the popcorn that joined the army? They made him a colonel. All right. October is Cybersecurity Awareness Month. Frank's got some quick questions for me about IT. As an IT consultant, what is one thing you wish more people knew about cybersecurity? It's nothing like it happens in the TV and the movies. The idea of being able to quickly crack someone's password does not exist. The only way you compromise someone's account, there are three ways. You get them to give you their password. There's a vulnerability in the, the website, program, app. Or you have enough personal information that you can reset their password and change their address and get it sent to you. Because of that, if you think about it that way, your house is more likely to get broken into than you being foolish and getting, and then you losing your information. Like I, back in, in the days when I was, you know, it was my full-time job. People would say, I don't bank online. It's not safe. And I'd say, you realize that whether or not you use it, your banking information is online. The bank puts it online. Whether they don't suddenly like hit a switch that puts yours online when you want to use it. And they would go, what is the most valuable lesson you've learned about cybersecurity from your years in IT? Uh, getting compromise is inevitable. And there's a balance between good security and convenience. So I'll give you my three things. Use LastPass to maintain your passwords and have different passwords on every site. Two, get something that monitors your information. So if a password gets compromised, a site gets compromised and you wanna change it, you can change it. Um, I use a, uh, a cybersecurity 
insurance product from a company called Xander, Z-A-N-D-E-R. It's like seven bucks a month. Totally worth it. Um, and I don't do dumb things. If my if an email comes in and it tells me I won something, or comes in and says, "Hey, we need you to confirm your password," I don't enter my password. If I think the email is accurate, correct, I go to the website myself. I don't click the link because it's really easy to make a link look like something else. Jenny says Xander is definitely worth it. Yeah, it's it's a it's cheap. Uh, they will help you restore. Your, your credit, if somebody compromises your identity, and they give you notifications if a website was compromised. I've actually had numerous times where they've told me about a compromise before the website themselves that was compromised told me, oh, we got compromised. Yeah, I knew three days ago because of Xander. I've already changed my password. <laughs> According to daysoftheyear.com, MIT offers some free training courses in cybersecurity and Frank gives a web address. And you can see Frank started putting this information in the Facebook group instead of on YouTube. So if you want to check that out. So thank you, Frank. Daniel says, tip number one, two, three, four, and five is don't respond to dumb stuff. Yep, I would agree. Now, a bunch of you gave me a bunch of stuff and some of it's really good stuff. So let's dig into that. All right. Apparently Matt is the best question asker in this group via Jenny. If you could be a martial arts character on any TV show, what show would it be? Describe your character. Well, I was assuming I had to pick one that was in existence. And the one that I would pick would be Danny Rand, Iron Fist. Because he's a billionaire and he has like dragon fire. I, I can't imagine somebody I'd rather be. Um, and he's a handsome dude, like checking all the boxes. Um, so if you haven't seen Iron Fist, a lot of people hated that show. I enjoyed it. I did not think it was nearly as bad as everybody made it out to be. Could the martial arts have been better? Yes. Um, I think we even did a review on the show or something. Uh, there's some really good aspects to the show. So there, there's that. I'm curious. Who would you be? If you could be a martial arts character from a TV show, where would you go? And it's funny, I, as I was thinking through, just about everybody I wanted to be was from a Netflix, Netflix show. I was like, well, you know, I, I wouldn't want to be blind, but I feel like Matt Murdock does fine in Daredevil. I, everybody's agreeing. Iron Fist was fine. Stacy says it was fun. Daniel says perfectly fine. Decent watch. And Tommy's all in on Iron Fist because, well, it's Kung Fu. My coffee came out good this morning. Oh, oh. oh you, you want to you see a good example of what not to do with your passwords? I found this in my father's stuff. Let's see. I'm not going to show you. Is there a page I can show you? Um, 
so this is this is a notebook right this is a, a, a notebook with all of his passwords and it's websites and it's like here's the website here's the login here's the password a surprising number of the passwords are variations of my name so that, that was fun to say because I didn't know that Daniel says I could hack people's passwords without them having to do dumb stuff there you go. Chris says, from a TV show, I'd be Robin, tights and all. Oh, I like that. Biff, pow, bam. <laughs> you guys are fine. All right. Now, the other question that Matt said. Oh, no, I'm sorry. This one's from Jenny. Many associations that I'm aware of consider a fourth dawn, fourth degree black belt, to be a master. That is, you earn the title of master by achieving your fourth dawn. In recent years, I've heard of some associations that are considering, excuse me, holding back the title of master from those who achieve, excuse me, fourth dawn unless they own their own school. What do you think of the concept of being required to put the hard work and finances into running a business to earn the title of master? In other words, should my business running abilities and personal financial budget have anything to do with my rank, which I earned through years of practice and study in martial arts, not business and finance? So loaded question there, Jenny. Uh, clearly you, you have a, uh, an emotional attachment to that question. Just as rank can mean different things in different schools, so can titles. There are schools that award the title of senpai, you know, for, for a, a Japanese terminology school, you know, karate school. Senpai can be an official designation. I grew up that senpai was basically anybody brown or black belt, higher rank than you, especially, and did not have another title, right? So like sensei was second degree black belt at, at my original school. If you were a brown belt or a first degree, you would be a senpai. Now I know other schools for which senpai has a different meaning. I think the term master is kind of a loaded term. I don't like it as a term. I think we use it a little bit wrong here, but that's not the question. If we think about the term master when was the first time you heard the term master in the context of martial arts? Probably a Kung Fu movie, right? Old Kung Fu movie. Oh, you, you killed my master, right? Like now I'm going to kill you. That was my non-Asian, Asian accent. In that context, the master is only a master because they have a student. you would seek out a new master. That person is your master, my master. So the idea of saying you are not a master unless you have students, I think has some precedent. Now, does that mean that it's right or wrong? No. And this is where I'm not so big on titles because they mean different things to different people and we become emotionally attached to them. 
the only title I have is, is Sensei, teacher, guy who knows some stuff and wants to share it. I like that. It's the only one I've ever wanted. Could I... I could probably, based on my lineage, claim the title of, of Renchi. I'm not, I don't. I've never used that term. Um, I think, generally... Jenny says, Master Splinter? Yeah. I think the key is understanding what titles mean. Now, I have a theory. I have a theory that the term master is based on a translation, that our usage of the term master in English comes from a translation of something probably in Mandarin that is not quite the same thing, right? That master is probably the closest, but it's not quite the same. I don't know. I'm not sure. It's my guess. And the reason being, you know, we take something like Kung Fu. In this country, the term Kung Fu means Kung Fu, training of a particular style of martial arts. Now we can translate it and it becomes a much broader term. It's essentially mastery. And my understanding, Tommy may correct me because he's the Chinese practitioner that I'm aware of watching, the pursuit of mastery. Your, your Kung Fu can be anything. It's not necessarily limited to martial arts. So you take a term like Shifu, Sifu, Shifu. You know, I'm trying to get that. I'm trying. I'm trying to get the pronunciation right. Um, there's, there's detail. There's here's the word again. Nuance there that when you translate things, it kind of gets stripped away. So that's my theory. Now, if you use the term master in one way and another school uses it in another way. Yeah, it's going to create some confusion, some issues. I don't want the term master. I don't know why my computer just did that. Hopefully you guys can see me. My screen just went blank. I should probably get another laptop. This one's junk. Mm. Or I could set up... I've got an older laptop that I could set up just for this. I probably should do that. Anyway, hopefully you can still see me. Um... I don't want the term master because it is, of all the terms, of all the martial arts terms you could come up with, it is the most loaded. It has history and context in so many ways. You know, when you think about it in term, you know, in, in the United States over the last few years, we have been removing the term master from a lot of things. Uh, if you're familiar with computing technology on a chain of devices, specifically hard drives. You would designate, this is the master drive, this is the slave drive, because of who got to control the bus, the, the transfer. Kind of a problematic terminology. 
So those have been getting replaced. I don't think it's a bad thing to take the term master away. I hope that answers your question, Jenny. And I'm kind of disappointed that I can't see anything. Oh, now my computer's locked up. So who knows if you're seeing this? I don't know what else to say. I think that kind of ends it. So I'm going to go get ready for my day. I'm going to restart this piece of crap. I'm going to set an event for Monday. I'm going to give you a place to leave your comments for Monday. I hope you have a great weekend. I hope you have fun. I hope you do cool stuff. hope you do some martial arts. hope you get outside. hope you're nice to people about something. And I hope to see you back here soon. Take care, everybody. Peace. How am I going to stop this broadcast? <laughs> now let's do that. Can I just turn off the computer? I think that's what we're going to do.